Okay, welcome to our second episode of Um, That Just Happened. I'm Rodney Sinio. I'm Adam Flores. This is our special guest. David Merkel. And this is episode two. Episode two is traditionally the peak episode, episode that usually leaves you with a quick cliffhanger, and then we'll move on to episode three. Next week, that would be the revenge episode, be it the <laughs> Sith or the Jedi. Nerd reference. No Anyways, king. Not the king. Not the king. Anyways, before we get started with the podcast, I wanted to do a little shout out or special favor to a friend of mine, Jody Simone. He is currently looking for a home for a two-year-old pit bull. Beautiful pit bull named Skylar. I think she's gray and white. I think from the posts on Facebook, Joe's willing to provide everything that you need to own a pit bull. I think just due to housing situation, I don't know the exact circumstances, they're looking for a home. I'm a big dog lover. My family's big dog lovers. My wife especially, we go out of our way more often than not to help orphan dogs find homes. Our father, or actually Adam and I, father, father-in-law, they're in construction, they own a yard, they have yard pit bulls to, well, guard dog pit bulls in the yard, and every time they have puppies, Sandra and I are driving around trying to find these dogs' homes. But yeah, this I, is I got one of them actually. Yeah. A few years ago. Yeah, Betty's from the yard, one of the guard dogs. Sweet, sweet dog. I know pit bulls have a negative connotivity to them, but you know, they're they're sweet dogs. So my friend Joey's looking for a home for his two year old pit bull. So if anybody can help, I'm really reaching out to the people that I know on this podcast first. I'm not comfortable giving a pit bull to somebody I don't know just yet. <laughs> But if fall else fails and you are interested and you're sincere about it and you're not going to end up putting her in some sort of fight, please reach out to me at RAS12979. That's my Twitter handle. And there will probably be some screening process to make sure that we're finding a good home for Skylar. So please help out if you know somebody. If I know you, that would be a preference. If you know me already, you probably have my cell phone number. Just hit me up with a text and we can talk offline. You don't want to give them your cell phone number? No, not on, not on the podcast. <laughs> not not just yet. Speaking of, so we had like 240-some-odd downloads. We had 52 listens. We're, we're number 64 out of 900-some-odd podcasts in the comedy section of Podomatic. Woo-hoo! So thank you very much for your support. Yeah, special shout-out to Jose Avila and Jessica Valentin, two of my friends that real quick with downloading and getting responses on that. We really, really appreciate it. And the feedback that you guys happen to give me as well. That means a lot. With the last thing that Ryan was talking about with the Pitbull, I don't know if I'm the only one, but the whole time he was talking, all I heard was Sarah McLaughlin in the background. Oh, I'm Sarah McLaughlin. I'm here to ruin your fucking day. <laughs> Way to lose our four listeners. <laughs> Take sandpaper to my fingertips before I watch the, those commercials. We're just trying to do a good thing, find a home for dogs. No, no, it's, I mean, it's no, a moment. I, totally agree I mean, I, I have one of the dogs, so I can't talk a lot of shit. I mean, I those commercials are just one step away from, like, showing a dog getting, like, shot in the streets, like, in <laughs> Russia before the Olympics. I'm surprised she didn't get, we need footage of that. That would really pull the people's heartstrings. Is she, has she made any more music? Just for those fucking commercials. No, but that one song is a song from, like, 15 years ago. The Arms of an Angel? Yeah. Wasn't that in City of Angels? The Nicolas Cage movie? Uh, if it wasn't, it'd be very appropriate to have in that movie, I suppose. I could have sworn it was. Somebody better Google that shit, because I'm not quite super. Yeah, welcome, everybody. Yes, thank you for your support. Really appreciate it. Doing way better than I anticipated. My personal goal for this podcast is to be your Wednesday morning commute podcast, right? Because I will bow down to Hollywood Babylon for your Monday morning podcast. comes out on Mondays. If you're not listening to that podcast, you're doing yourself a disservice. I have about nine podcasts that I queue up every week. I probably get to four or five, maybe six of them 
depending on my commute and my drives home and the traffic. Hollywood Babylon's definitely your solid Monday podcast. Maybe your Tuesday one might be Adam Carolla. It's also a great podcast or Doug Loves Movies or Getting Doug With High. Really great podcast. It's Doug Benson. But we're more of like a Wednesday podcast after you've heard The Professionals. Not so much the Thursday or Friday because Friday morning you might be hungover from college night. But solid Wednesday podcast, that's our goal. Yeah. Or my goal. I mean, Wednesdays are also good for us because, uh, like we mentioned before, we both have kids. And because of my job, Wednesdays not and Thursdays, this guy. not this guy. He's the lucky one. You could tell. Well, you can't tell, but he has an, an ear piercing. So that right there does it. And it's one of those higher ear piercings. So you know so he's cartilage, cool. Cartilage? Higher ear piercing? I know, but then you got like the, the inside cartilage. Thing. I don't know how that fucking Guys personally have, have one type of cartilage. Piercing. I have no piercings. So I know zero about how that works. Or what they're called, like the Labrae, what is it, the Labrae piercing? It's gay. Uh, and then we just offended that other listener again, which we've already offended <laughs> once. Yeah, to any gay listeners we have, anytime we use the word faggot and or gay, I just I apologize beforehand because we don't mean it in the actual, like Louis C.K. says, I don't call somebody who's being gay a faggot. You call somebody a faggot when they're being a faggot. No one here is mean-spirited, but we do fall into, this is popular lexicon, this is the language we use, and that's all it is. We're... I don't know about, I you know, haven't just met you, but I know Adam, we're not PC in any way. No, no, and we're... And we're not looking to, you know, I don't think you guys are out looking, looking to offend anyone, but... No, but we're, we're taking it back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're taking it back like Porch Monkey. Oh, there goes the black listeners. Nice. If you haven't seen Clerks 2, that's where that's from. Spoiler not, alert. Yeah, please, please do not come to my house and just think that I'm racist or anything. I don't know. Now I regret saying that. Moving on. So speaking of podcast work, I'm going to apologize to Adam for being founder of the podcast, so to speak, being his idea. I've been talking about it for a while. I had some, I had a lot of work to do over the weekend. It was a lot tougher than I think. Matt Cohen, I believe, is the editor, and if you're not Matt Cohen, I apologize, and I'll, I'll look up the editor of the Smodcast podcast, but editing podcast is a ton of work. Especially when you don't have, I, I think I texted Adam at one point on Saturday, if we were going through broadcasting school, we would have absolutely failed. There's, there was, you know, we went from about 60 minutes of recording to about 45 minutes edited, um, which ends up, ends up pretty good, because I think we might be losing people after if we went off the full 60 minutes. There were a lot of and you knows, and there were a lot of ums, so it was a lot of searching for ums and deleting the ums. That's actually why I had to change the name to um, that just happened. I figured it was very appropriate. There were a lot of but, but ofs, so at some point I was looking for the butta. Shout out to Pap, that's a house music reference, um, if you don't know that. I thought it was a Paula Deen reference. She loves her some butter, y'all. Paula Deen? It could be a Paula Deen reference. So white. I know. You're so white in the best way. That was adorable. I loved it. That was <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I had to make some decisions. I changed the name of the podcast to Um That Just Happened, just so we don't offend those two broads we were talking about last week. And I looked up Um That Just Happened. It was a name that's available both on Podmatic.com and iTunes. Soon to be uploaded to iTunes. We're just pending approval right now. Uh, may or may not oh, God. get approved. Por- Porch Monkey just threw that one right <laughs> out the fucking window. Well, that and the fact that I hate, well, I have a love-hate relationship with Apple. I'm always constantly <laughs> negatively blasting iTunes, but iTunes will open up us to a wider audience, so it's necessary evil. 
So, yeah, I had to change the name. Episode 1 called Will Work for Nintosters. I kind of thought a Nintoster was a good part. And also, the listed on the podcast is uh, Adam Flores featuring Rodney Sinio, just because Adam and Rodney sounds kind of awkward. When you have, like, a duo of people, if the second or first person doesn't have a nickname or clever name, it really just sounds like they're uh, life partners or something. Yeah, it's, it's, or, a, or a cable access show. Like, welcome to Adam and Rodney. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got to be something like Styles and Roman, where one, one, or Kevin and Bean, where one's a nickname and one's a real name. So, uh, what if Bean is Bean his actual name? Because that's unfortunate. I don't know. I'm not from the West Coast, but I, you know, I'm a big fan of Ralph Garman. Shout out to Ralph Garman, Hollywood Babylon. If you're listening, hopefully you are. Maybe also, we, we want to, within the next few weeks, we're going to start up a Facebook page for just the podcast, just so it's one place that you can go, or a separate Twitter account just for said podcast, because our good friend Miguel Lepe, who will be featured on one of these podcasts hopefully soon enough, he was actually supposed to come today, but he's a bit of an asshole, had a, a little bit of a delay. So we're going to actually look towards making stuff specifically for this podcast that we're doing, and we'll keep you guys in touch with that. So... Thanks, thanks, Miguel, for pointing out another one of our flaws. We greatly appreciate it. Yeah, so I also had to pick an avatar or some sort of cover art, because apparently if you're trying to apply for iTunes, they will not accept your application without cover art. Yet another reason to hate iTunes in general. But I finally got the, the application or the RSS feed loaded, and it's pending. It, I'm told it takes about a week, and then it'll be available for... All you iPhone fanatics. Mindless sheeple. Yeah, I'm not big on Apple either, but... I, mean, I like his iPods, I'm sorry. Fucking the Steve Jobs. Have, the people that are working out at the gym and running on the treadmill, and I get to watch their iPhone tumble out of their sleeve on their arm, and it goes careening <laughs> across the gym as their foot kicks it. And they're like, oh, I broke my iPhone! That's why I work out with an $100 iPod. If it fucking breaks, I'm okay with that. And I'll just go pay the money and replace it. I mean, I gotta give Apple its credit. I mean, they do a phenomenal job marketing. You know, you brainwash all these people into thinking that's a great product. Yeah, but just uh, offended so many people right now. Yeah. <laughs> you have no idea. You're you, getting so much hate mail. You, for this you one. brainwashed sheeple. I'm not on iTunes yet, so they probably won't hear. It. <laughs> but I do love some Apple products. I, I hate the fact that whole marketing campaign where you don't need a bigger screen. What? But in 2014. Come quarter three and quarter four, they're increasing the screen by one inch per model to new model iPhones coming out within this year with one inch bigger screens. And supposedly the Galaxy when it came out, oh, it's too big a screen. Your phone, get, your finger can't get across the screen. My and, finger gets around plenty. <laughs> Just ask the ladies. <laughs> yeah, we're all married too, so you're going to have to find some old broads that you know, were from back in the day to ask those ladies. They probably forgot at this point. Who knows? You've seen one white boy thing. You've seen them all. I'm not very memorable in that respect. <laughs> Is that one of those it's all the same in the dark kind of theories? <laughs> yes. It's all the same in the white. Oh, and also, <laughs> speaking of our previous podcast from the corrections department, I want to make a personal apology to Adam Sandler. I didn't mean to call his movies stupid comedy. <laughs> You're, I'm sure he knows at okay. this point. Well, I mean, that, that cease and desist letters in the mail. Yeah, to Adam Sandler, I'm a big fan of a lot of your movies. I wouldn't say all of your movies. I didn't even bother with Jack and Jill. 
I but don't think he bothered with Drake and Joe. He might have not he bothered with Jack and Joe. I don't think maybe. <laughs> his mom probably didn't even watch Jack and Joe. Jesus Christ. But Adam Sandler, I personally think you're a freaking genius. Not necessarily because of your comedy. Your comedy is pretty good. It's pretty solid. you got to give it to Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, or Happy Madison Productions. Mainly because you cast ridiculously hot women for your supporting role. I mean, God, if you think about, what was it, Click? And it was Kate Beckinsale. And then you go to Grown Ups and your Bone love interest Selma is Hayek. Selma Hayek. Oh, lucky bitch. That is number one and number four in my top five. <laughs> then you got Jennifer Aniston and just go with it. Then you got Jennifer Aniston and just go with it. Not on top of, who was that blonde? Oh, I can't even, I don't know. You know did she have a name? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not big on blondes. Rodney knows. I'm not big blonde guy whatsoever. Kate Upton? No. Nothing for you? Kate Upton could get it. Okay. Here's my thing. There's a long list of women that would be good or just passable if I had the celebrity, you know... Like in Friends, you had your, your top five women that you were allowed to sleep with. None of them would be blondes. It's not to say that if you throw one in there, I wouldn't do it. It's to say that I would never actually be with a blonde, which yeah. I'm not, so... I'm thinking about my top five right now, and Kate Upton is the only blonde on that list. Although... Typically, I would say I usually have a thing for blondes. Blake Lively, you lying son of a bitch. Blake Lively, but only when she was in Green Lantern as a brunette. Blasphemy. I, I had to say <laughs> it. Uh-oh. You know, David's pulling out his phone right now just to try to improve something. No, I've seen the picture. I, I sent you that picture that I have on my Instagram. Yes. I'm saying that's more of a boob shot. You could crop the hair. She doesn't have hair in that picture as far as I'm concerned. So you got that. She had a face? <laughs> exactly. I think Kristen Bell is up there for me. Kristen Bell. Not in my top ten. Probably fifteen. Yeah, I don't know if she's a top five, but she's pretty. But you know what? She's pretty, but her personality goes a long way. Like, if she was going to make my top ten, it was probably because I met her and she was super nice. She seems like a super nice person. Have you heard the Batman on Batman where they were talking about who they would cast as Harley Quinn? And she said that that's the role that she's just fucking dying to play. And ever since I heard... That she was saying that, I'm like, dude, they have to make another Batman movie. They have to have her be Harley Quinn. That's it for me. That'd be That's one of the be best so casts. So hard to pull off. I mean, maybe now if the, with the whole, you know, Man of Steel. Let's make. We're not even into a Man of Steel sequel. We'll do a Justice Friends sequel, and then yeah. they could probably try to introduce her to that independently. But you're gonna have to to otherwise do it. You'd have to recast the Joker, which I think they're still at least two years away from even willing to touch that. Harley Quinn doesn't work for the Heath Ledger type Joker. No. I think maybe for the Jack Nicholson type Joker she would work. Yeah. Um, definitely the Mark Hamill, obviously, Joker type she would work. Heath Ledger, no, it's a little too over the top. It kind of detracts. Well, I mean, not like he could perform anymore anyway. God bless. I mean, even if you did, like, a- even if you did like the dark Heath Ledger Joker, all you're going to wind up getting is like Helena Bonham Carter from what was the movie with. She's in Johnny Harry Depp Potter and the, all the Tim Burton movies. She's been on all the Tim Burton well, movies. She's, yeah, she's always the crazy, scary broad. Yeah, and was, that's how it would be. She was in Fight Club. Fight Club. By the way, that's two deceased people that you've essentially insulted in as many episodes. Is that going to be our new game now? Every episode you got to insult some dead guy. Steve Jobs in the first one. Now you got Heath Ledger. Welcome to our new segment, Piss on Graves. <laughs> Hugh Solomon Grundy. Speaking of dead people... H.R. Geiger. Sucks that he's gone. Because I'm really big on the Alien franchise. I'm big on the Alien franchise too, but so what? He did that 
in what, 74 was when he made the artwork for that? But even when they made Prometheus. But there's still the same artwork. He didn't create any new artwork. No, it's but, shit that but he did all, in the their, 70s. all their stuff is based on. I know his it's just designs. based on. But and, what has he done since? And when they did Prometheus, they showed him the artwork and he's like, no, no, change this, change that, change that, change this. So he has lent stuff to it. Either way, I've he's responsible for no, the Xenomorph. That's all that matters to me. The Xenomorph is one of the coolest aliens. Yeah, and he did that in what, 74? Worth 70s, it. 80s? Worth it. Okay. I give him props for that, but he's what has he done since? Okay. He how, did nothing. how much stuff was better in the seventies and eighties than it is now? Seventies, not so much. Eighties, yeah. Okay. The old school movie The Thing, so awesome. You can thank your boy JJ Abrams for the current situation of Hollywood. The thing re- everything's a reboot. Everything let's just not even bother creating new I like JJ Abrams. No. JJ Abrams is responsible for the fall of Western society. Wow, that's dramatic. Did now you, you now did you know you why he and I are friends. I, lo- I like Lost. How could you like Lost? Okay, but hold you, on. No. Spoiler no, alerts. No. Spoiler alerts. There is no spoiler alerts. I've, I've actually never seen long. Lost. Screw okay. Lost. Lost sucked. But you can't I give tr- away the ending to I'm, it. I'm not, because I never watched the ending Okay. Well, I heard Because about the I watched the oh. first season. Or, I watched like six episodes of the first season. And in six episodes, I managed to see the same two events retold nine different ways by nine different points of view. Oh, so it's kind of like Go? It's kind of like Go, but it's also become how comics have become today. Fucking Blackest Night took how long to make? Blackest, Light, Blackest Night is a Green Lantern storyline where all the deceased superheroes came back with a Black Lantern ring. Has to be one of the most epic fucking storylines of all time. Just a sidebar. Continue. It was extremely enjoyable. But then you go back to the 90s. Death of Superman. They wrapped that entire series up in two months. And I really feel that like this whole J.J. Abrams way of te- storytelling now that I'm going to tell a little bit here, and then the next issue I'm going to rehash it because this guy was three rooms over in the building and he experienced it this way, <laughs> and it just allows him to milk it. We get he, like very he little do that overall with Star st- Trek. Don't even start on Star Trek. <laughs> I love Star Trek. What I could see when I wasn't trying to put on sunglasses to keep the lens flare out of my eyes. Oh God, the <laughs> lens flare. But that's all they're doing now. Let me tell the same story six different ways from six different points of view, and we can water down. Look at the first lantern. Look at New Guardians. The brightest day. Yeah, we're all oh, suck. David and I are really, really big Green Lantern fans, so that's where that comes from. I mean, just so you but know. to call back to call back to episode one, have you ever seen Quarantine and then Rec Two? I saw Quarantine. If, if you see Rec 2... Rec 2 is short for record. We we know that it's short for record, so don't think that... We're, there's some fanboy of that movie just in the background like, It's not Rec! You wouldn't call Fast Forward! So, go ahead. Rec 2 is actually the real sequel to Quarantine. The original Quarantine movie was just called Rec because somebody had a camcorder. Rec 2 was the black horse of our annual Halloween movie marathon where it's shown quarantine from a different angle. Not only from a different angle, but from a different story point. Not necessarily from a zombie side, but also from a religious kind of possession side. So it's really amazing yeah. story, and I kind of appreciate that type of storytelling. I do have my qualms with J.J. Abrams. He's going to kick ass in Star Wars. Fuck everybody. Yeah, I said it! I'm a big Star Wars fan. I got the entire series right there on Blu-ray. Rodney has a dual lightsaber like Darth Maul's crib. We're Star Wars fans, but still, I think he's going to crush it. Same thing, it's the same shit that owns, like, I can't picture Ben I, Affleck in the bat suit. That fucking bat suit just came out, that picture. Yeah, and it gave him arms like The Rock. He has arms like The Rock. No, you just don't know it. it. You just don't know it. Have you seen him in the town? Listen. He's fucking ripped. I do like the short-eared Batman. That's I kind of this just like The Dark Knight. See, at first, I even his symbol. 
at, looks like it. At first, I hated the short ears, but then I'm like, oh, that's right. He's supposed to be like the grizzled. I've done this for years, Batman. So, you know, Christian Bale was still creating the Batman persona in the Dark Knight series. So, yeah, very pronounced ears. So, but if he's been in the game as he's supposed to be in Batman Superman or whatever the title will become. You know, I get him, okay, he's gone to a more subdued form of costume. He's a little bit jaded. Okay, I'll take that. But I just can't wait to see it. I don't, and you don't get me wrong, I liked Star Trek, and I liked Star Trek Into Darkness. I thought there was a lot of shit that was just pissed. Wait, don't you own them? I own both of them, because I said <laughs> I enjoyed them. But it's lazy storytelling. It allows for them to actually, like, shove in a prequel or Whoa. some other chapter... Wherever they want. <coughs> well, for TV shows, that's an easy way around shit because you're just like, well, good, dude, we got the first 12 well, dude, episodes mapped you, out right there. Did you watch J.J. Uh, Abrams' show Almost Human? No. No. I watched it. It was enjoyable. But they even showed the series out of sequence. It got killed after one season and they don't answer any freaking question. That's my thing. Stop giving me 900 questions. How about you give me 750 answers and leave a little mystery at the end? That's fine. Give me something. That's how it was with Sarah Michelle Gellar's TV show Ringer. As gay as that sounds. And we're going to come back to... And uh, we've uh, dropped the gay again. No. We're going to come back to something that happened today that was just... Gay. Yes. So gay. But Ringer was... The good TV show was really dramatic. It was a lot like a soap opera. But it had Sarah Michelle Gellar, who's blonde and pretty. Sarah Michelle a soap opera show. That's never happened before. She plays her own sister, blah, blah, blah. And at the end, you expect this big old thing to happen. And it's just like, wait... Wait, wait, wait. No, you canceled the show? I want to know what happens with Siobhan. I want to know what happens with this person. And it just by the time it was done, I was very, very upset that they didn't renew it for another season. But getting back to lazy storytelling, aren't all remakes really lazy storytelling? Oh, well, yeah, definitely. Pretty much everybody knows the story already. We're just putting a different spin on it. Where we're just... I mean, did both of you guys see Into Darkness? Yeah. yeah. Okay, have you guys seen the original Star Trek movies, like Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan? Back in the it's day. It's been a while. Okay, so you remember the scene, though, and I'm sure it's been played in popular culture, where... William Shatner yells Khan. Did yeah, they... Spock do it? Okay, I get why, but I thought the scene was poorly filmed, and even his delivery of the line was shoddy at best. Well, it's William just... Shatner didn't exactly play that off, you know, with the most Shakespearean acting I've ever seen in my life. It was, it was supposed just... to be Shakespearean. Star Trek was supposed to be kind of hammy from the get-go. Uh, it nailed it. I mean, that's how they sold it to NBC back in the day. Yeah, I guess. It was never supposed to be the uber-realistic, more... I don't know what's the word. I want to say gritty, but no. I mean, Star Wars always had a little more... Campiness? No, actually, Star Trek always... Or Star Wars always seemed less campy. Oh, Star Wars? Star Wars seemed less campy, like... Who was, who was the guy who played Spy? Zachary... Zachary Quint, Taylor? Quint, Zachary, Zachary Quintel. Quintel. Zachary Quinto. Okay. okay. Heroes. So, if I had my choice between Zachary Quinto and Chris Pine carrying a scene, I'm taking Zachary Quinto. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and the two of those, but that's the other thing. I never really gave a rat's ass about any character in this show. We've seen two movies now. Oh, Zoe Saldana. I'll care about her. I'll care about her anything. She's in my top five. We've had two movies now. We've got this retake on the Enterprise, and it's gotten its ass kicked every fucking movie. That ship is like the most retarded. That's your flagship, and it just gets its ass handed to it soundly. (laughs) At least in The Wrath of Khan, when the Enterprise is getting its ass handed to it, it's blowing the shit out of the Reliance. But isn't that what a flagship supposed to do? No, the flagship's supposed to be your tech bed. That's supposed to be the one that's going to like set the bar and be like, fuck with us. This is what we have. All the rest of Star Trek, the flagship was the biggest, most powerful, cutting-edge ship they had. Oh, wow. I thought Battleship was supposed to be that type of thing, and the flagship was just, you know, <laughs> this is the explorer that gets his ass kicked, and then they call in for reinforcements. You suck my Battleship. That's what they have to say every time the ship goes down. Wait, getting back to Zoe Saldana, has anybody seen the remake of Rosemary's Baby? 
I have not. I actually heard it wasn't bad. You know, Rosemary's Baby soured me on the whole title and that movie and that whole stupid franchise. Because that's two hours of my life that I'll never get back. <laughs> How anybody has the balls to call that movie a classic when you see absolutely nothing and it just ends the movie, spoiler alert, with just a bunch of people saying, Hail Satan, and that's supposed to be a horror movie? Fuck that. They didn't even have a decent-looking lead character. It's some pale, skinny, weird-looking, scary chick who probably could have been the same person. Cast Paris Hilton? Quite possibly, or a relative. You might as well cast the lady from The Shining. I mean, God, it's just that awkward. Shit. Charlie Duvall? Yeah. I like Charlie. Olive oil? What's the olive oil? What, did I know her name? Yeah. On a movie that you said you weren't entirely familiar with or have not seen, at least that's what I thought you said. What? Rosemary Baby, didn't you say you had not seen it? No, that I had seen. Oh, well. I was actually the one that suggested we watch it that night. Yeah. Because we're like, what's on? I'm like, Rosemary's Baby. So, in other words, you're telling me, you owe him a dick punch. <laughs> God. me two hours of my life back. But actually, every time you start getting up from the first dick punch, he gets to hit you again. you got two hours, you got to survive. Welcome to Thunderdome, bitch. God damn, it's like a gang fucking rivalry. I think I caught up a, a, a little bit of that new series in between commercials during the Hawks game. And, uh, yeah, it wasn't bad. They actually showed Reese get hung. Exactly know, what you want to see. <laughs> well, out of a just, horror movie, it's... it's just started off right. It's better than just absolutely nothing and all this build-up and people just chanting Hail Satan at the end. I'm going to tell you a horror miniseries that disappointed me, but just the ending of it was Stephen King's It. It is awesome. The storyline is really good. You get your whole viewpoints from several different people. Pennywise looks scary as shit. I'm not even scared of clowns, but that fucking guy, that was it. He put fear of clowns into everybody for years. And then you get to the fucking ending, and spoiler alert, Pennywise turns out to be a stupid fucking alien spider thing. Which was such a disappointment, because you had so much room, Stephen King, to just say, Pennywise is a clown that's lived throughout the ages. (laughs) That's lived through all the ages, lives off of fear. Is everyone's worst nightmare? Is immortal? You got all this room to fuck with, and you know he just got to the end of that book and was like, "I got nothing. He's an alien. I got another book to make." I got a deadline coming up. Right, the last stand. I'm gonna write that, or the Green Mile, or the Let's Killer Cadillac, and then you write a movie about a, a oh, scary Christine. car. Right, Christine. He did more yeah. than just. I think he did more than that too. I know that Thinner was a big movie for you to make, but fuck that movie too. Carrie was good. Awesome movie as did well. He, who did Maximum Overdrive? That's not Stephen King, right? It's... No, I don't think so. They're making an Odd Couple TV show. Speaking of TV shows, I oh. love the Odd Couple. They're also talking about making a movie. Odd Couple? Yeah. I have the movie right there. I just looked at it. That's why. I was like, oh, the Odd Couple. I'll bring that up. Because that movie's a shit. 1960-whatever. Jack Lemmon, Walter Matthau, Grumpy Old Man. director Stephen King. He was the director? He did do Maximum Overdrive. I thought he stole that killer card. Ah, Amelia Weston does, wasn't it? Emilio! <laughs> the Mighty Duck guy. I was there. He tipped his hat like this. Night at the Roxbury also have that. I'm sorry for you. The Butabi brothers are the shit. Breakthrough role for Will Ferrell, though. Yeah. That and... 
What was his role in Austin Powers? Maximum Overdrive was based on Trucks by Stephen King, uh, which I'm not familiar with. Not familiar with it either. It was just one of those 80s concepts where everybody was all coked up and was like, yeah, that's a great idea. Let's put a face on front of a truck that could run over people. It must have been the same people that made Weekend at Bernie's. Whoever greenlit that movie is an idiot. Whoever greenlit part two, bigger idiot. Like, when he's dancing around to the music and everything, and he's going underwater and arrows through his head. It's one of those things where you want to pause the, sh- the movie and just say, who the fuck thought, that's a great idea. Let's just keep that going. Or all the earnest movies. All right, I gotta tell you, though, if they did a zombie Bernie movie, that might be pretty timely. <laughs> you just like zombies a lot. I do like zombies a lot. Okay, best zombie movie ever. I think I'd have to go with Diary of the Dead, because it's kind of a black horse not many people have seen, and it was surprisingly good. With the first-person camera viewpoint? Yeah. Yeah. What about you? I might go with 28 Days Later. That's what I'm leaning to. The only thing I didn't like about 28 Days Later... I don't like how you knew it was a rage virus right off the bat. I wish that could have been left a little later in the movie. I, I don't think the reveal means anything, though. Like, I, I just it, felt like I would have liked that. Well, what caused it? What caused it? Now I know exactly where I have to jump. What caused it? But then it, it saves you time. It's just like, okay, this virus happened. You can't save us. This town, the city, is quarantined. No, we that, have now to. you're on 28 weeks later. No, 28 days later. They say it right there in the beginning. He's like, he's like, you know what happened to us, right? We're stuck here. We're, like, the guy that was in the jail cell with him, he's like, we're quarantined. This is where we are right now. He's like, they're saying that they're trying to keep us in. He's like, there's only one word for that. It's quarantine. Like, he says it right... Well, we could watch it right now, shit. There was no jail cell. I know. <laughs> there was I'm, just, no- I'm just explaining just in case anybody else out there is just like, bullshit! They never said that. No, they fucking said it. And that, I thought it was the first zombie movie I've seen where they're running. Because that was yeah, even before that, yeah, Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, start the trail I, of the fast-moving zombie. I'm going to take a page out of your brother Nelson Flores' book, and I'm going to say, and it wouldn't even bother me as much had he not pointed it out. You know, the metabolism that a zombie would have to maintain to, to be, be able, able to run, run is just, that's, that's helplessly impossible. But the fact that we can accept that rage zombies right? exist. Avengers is my possible. favorite movie, and if I can accept <laughs> the, sh- the fucking fact that the Hulk exists... See that, I'm okay. See, the whole running zombie or fast-moving zombie, I really think, has also become like a crutch for the zombie movies now. I mean, look at World War Z, which was... I didn't see that. I have not seen it because I can't bring myself to see it because I read the book, and everyone that read the book and then watched the movie just told me that they're like, no, it's a bastardization, and it's basically the title only. Oh. But again, you have the fast-moving zombies, and I think that's just... They give you panic... And that's like the only element of fear instead of, I don't know, just the old fear that the original Dawn of the Dead had. I mean, hell, in my opinion, even the Dawn of the Dead remake was scarier than World War Z, from what I've seen. The Dawn of the Dead remake had to have been one of the best remakes of a movie I've ever seen. Oh, and I love the Richard Cheese montage in the beginning, or in the middle, so to speak. But with respect to zombie movies, they don't really talk about origin or how the zombie, they don't really address how this virus or whatever it was came to be. Because Resident Evil does. But you know what? I don't think I need it either because zombie movies should be about survival and being able to get through wave after wave of zombies or trying to figure out... Like the whole mall thing. That's what I enjoyed about Dawn of the Dead that they you know, they made do in the mall and they had an escape plan and they built those trucks. Mm-hmm. And they were they had... decent there. Like You didn't have shit to worry about. Going back to things that only are connected by title only, the movie Wanted... <sighs> If you're an actual human being and you like the movie Wanted, I feel badly for you. Besides the fact that even if you didn't read the comic book, which I know a lot of people probably didn't, that movie sucked. 
And even my wife, who hadn't read the comic, watched the movie with me, and she's like, wow, that was actually pretty bad. Now, 95% of that movie is not in the comic book. So even if you did like the movie, and you're like, you know what? I want to read the source material. Read something else. Read anything else. It's probably closer. You could watch Wanted, read the Bible, and there's probably even greater similarities between those two things than there are between the movie and the fucking source material. That shit killed me. I remember being in the theater saying, what the fuck did they just do? Because you might as well just call it anything else. And it says based on the critically acclaimed comic book. No! Absolutely not. Could not be further from the but truth. But for comic books, that's like a horror movie based on actual events. But no, but this is something completely different. They had, maybe the first five minutes were similar to the comic book. The base of the storyline for the comic was, this guy's dad dies. Some people come up to him, they're like, your dad was the greatest supervillain of all time. We're going to train you to follow in his footsteps. He rapes people. Whoever the hell he wants, he kills whoever the hell he wants, and he goes into a group of gangbangers that were hassling before, and he starts talking shit, shoots them in the face, and nobody can do anything about it. The movie, they're a group of assassins that try to keep the world together. What? Those two things couldn't match any closer. The whole diving in, grabbing the fucking thing out of the threading, that was stupid. The bullet curving thing, which, you've shot a gun before, you know that that's... The biggest load of crap ever. Well, None there, of that's in there either. There are a lot of big load of craps with respect to shooting in movies. I'm told you can't really hold two guns and fire at the same time and actually have accuracy. I mean, I've, I've never seen Wanted. I have no desire to seen, see Wanted. I've never read the comic book. I'll take pretty much, judging from the trailers and everybody else's opinion, I'll take everybody's word for it. That is a shitty movie. Ugh. But, in Hollywood's defense, you could see how that could look good on paper. I mean, you think about it, you have... A uh, new up-and-coming actor who actually ended up going nowhere. Angelina Jolie, you're going to throw her in there. Wait, who's the up-and-coming actor that didn't go anywhere? What, the kid? Did he James McAvoy? What, what else was he in? X-Men Last Day. He's, he's, oh yeah, first class. He's Professor X. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we we're just going to edit that out. Here, here, no, here's me <laughs> getting the four by putting two and two together. <laughs> Can you hear the hamster wheel spinning? Anyways... Yeah, you put James McElroy in it, you put Angelina Jolie in it, hell, you put Morgan Freeman in it, where you can hear the sweet molasses. Movie based on a comic book, featuring assassins and a bunch of expensive CGI. Where could they go wrong? Obviously they did. It was like the movie that came out, what, two years ago? Ninja Assassins? Well, I own that movie, I like that movie. I never even bothered seeing it, I'm like, oh, not only are they ninjas, they're assassins! <laughs> Isn't that kind of, like, redundant? <laughs> it's like making a movie, accountants who are good at math. Actually, I know an accountant, and he sucks at math. His clients are always getting audited, fucker. And, like, you'll, you'll tell him, like, hey, so... Two plus two is four. It's not seven. Right? Stop doing this to me. Can you check out this math? When I used to have homework, I used to tell him, can you check out this math problem? No, 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 no. I don't know anything about that. Don't you go to school for this shit? Accounting, not mathematics. I'm like, there's no math in this shit? He's like, it's all programs. You, you punch a number here, it comes and out with results here. I'm like, oh, here. Christ. But you know what? In his defense... I'm in the IT business. I'm probably not going to talk about my job or where I work or what I do. Most people know that I fix computers. And as soon as people know that I fix computers, even if I'm wearing the shirt that says, fix your own fucking computer. That I bought you? People come up to me all the time. Hey, I got a laptop that, can you take a look at it for me? I could really use their help. You know, if I knew how many people would make me work outside of my job in my office hours 
based on what I do, I would have been a fucking gynecologist. <laughs> well played. Well played. Nicely done. Wow. That's another thing I had to edit out, the breaks for beer and the... And the yeah, I can actually hear you drinking while you're, like, in the unedited one. You're just like, so then... <laughs> The other day I was at the store. And if you listen really closely, if we ever release the raw version, about the 45-minute mark, and I'm like, well, we were talking about and slurring our asses a little yeah. bit. Got really bad. And Adam, when he gets a few beers in him, he's, everything is motherfucking, mother, motherfuck. Motherfuckers. Yeah. And we only had, like, two beers each, but we were downing a couple shots. Speaking of which, I ought to get that bottle right now. Yeah, where's the jack? Here, you want to pause it for a second? We'll be right back after this commercial break if we ever get some sponsors and I can edit them in. Currently, we're taking a break for Jack Daniels. Jack Daniels, if you want to sponsor the podcast, you can find me at RAS12979 on Twitter or Lantern84. That would be Adam's handle. No. <laughs> you don't have to. I'm just fucking with you. Taking a Jack break. You better fucking chase that shit. If I puke on your shit, I am not sorry in the least. Oh, wow. All right. What's your take on that Mountain Dew Baja Blast? I noticed you had a can and a bottle. Fuck, are we recording again? Yeah, we're recording. Whoops. <clears throat> I love it. Probably half the reason to actually visit Taco Bell. How's that compare to Code Red? See, that's the thing. I used to love Code Red, but I got myself burned out on it terribly. Yeah, I could see how that happens. But being that Mountain Dew is only available at Taco Bell, you know, I drank it a lot more sparingly. I'm not planning on trying to kill myself with this this summer because it's only available for the summer. But I grabbed the can because it's one of those taller... Was twenty four ounce cans? I grabbed that, and that was more of an impulse buy. I planned to just grab a twelve pack of cans in the twenty two ounce bottle, but they had one of those cans, so I was like, "Screw it!" I grabbed that. I mean, I like it. It's kind of hard to describe. It's obviously not like a regular Mountain Dew. It's more kind of a tropical. Yeah, I mean, you get a little bit fruity. of a, it is fruity. I mean, you get more of a lime flavor, but I don't know. I like it. Yeah, as a Mountain Dew aficionado and also a Taco Bell aficionado, I gotta go with Dr Pepper for my Taco Bell. Fixes, but I do Whoa. have to credit. Hold on, you go with Dr. Pepper for any fixes. food that you have? Yeah, just about. Yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> you have like... a Dr. Pepper shirt. <laughs> Give me a fucking break. I have five Dr. Pepper shirts. Actually. <laughs> it's the quiet, like you know, indignation in his voice. Five. <laughs> <laughs> I want to give this info, but this might set me up to get like my So, Dr. Pepper, if you're interested in sponsoring, um, that just happened. Um, you could be a pepper too. But I do credit Mountain Dew, original formula Mountain Dew, for my bachelor's degree. Actually, they got me well through college. And Mountain Dew with Malibu, amazing. Change your life right there. Change your life. What's it called? What's that drink called? I, I never came up with a name for it. I'm going to call it Maladu. Damn it, that sounds amazing. So, earlier, my wife and Rodney's wife, which is my wife's sister. Yeah, that's uh, one thing. I don't think we've ever talked about what Adam and I have in common. Oh, yeah. My wife, Sandra, is one of four sisters, and his wife, Maria, is two of four sisters. So, uh, not only are we friends, you know, his older brother's my best friend, best man in the wedding, and we kind of grew up together, spent our 20s together. We're married into the same family. Yep. Nobody on the corner has swaggers like us. If you're Mexican and you're listening, that's a hilarious joke. David's not laughing because he doesn't understand. He's, in case you can't tell, right. he's white. He's right. In case you can't tell by the way his voice is, he's white. And the fact that he brought up several white references and he likes blonde women. My wife is blonde. Yeah, exactly. That's why I said it. So anyway, our wives are watching Selena. That is a movie that 
I don't care what channel it's on. I don't care what time it's on. If I have enough time, I have to. If I turn this the like TV on, national pride for you. Yeah, it's gonna hurt me a little bit. Oh boy. The Puerto Rican nation and the man nation are gonna kick me right the fuck out. I'm just gonna kick it right the fuck junk. But if I turn it on and Selena's on, I'll put the remote down. And it's like fuck. My day is now taken up for the next two hours because Selena's on. I have to watch it, no matter what part it started at or anything. I have to sit down, watch the rest of the movie. Anything for Salinas. Yeah. Jennifer Lopez in tight pants, you can't go wrong with that? Nope. You can't can go wrong with her long-haired husband in the movie. That's rough to look at. Yeah. And Edward James almost. That's fucking coffee cake from Bronx Tale, as far as I'm concerned. Now, does the fact that Puff Daddy had been there kind of kill it for you? Yeah, and not because he's black, like some people might think, but... <laughs> <laughs> but just because it's like really oh, God. what woman is attracted by P. Diddy like what is it? It, you can't say it's the money because it's not like she didn't have her own money by then well my theory is six figures add six inches yeah think about it to a black guy that's gotta be like 26 inches I know they're just well, some the Louisville slugger between your legs mm-hmm. I can't think of celebrities other than Jennifer Lopez right now or maybe even Kate Upton who did Kate Upton up with recently that was just like what the fuck are you doing no no she's blind i don't care oh okay <laughs> there are just some i mean even the girls i've known as i was younger they hook up with just some guys and it just kind of kills it for for you know kim kardashian kim kardashian yeah good example Although, any of the kardashians at that point lamar odom fuck him that scott <laughs> whatever guy fuck him but really who has a thing for what's that chewbacca looking one the big yeah one? that's that's the beast that's that's Chloe. You think Chloe's hot, right? I said out of all of them, if I had to be stuck in like an elevator, I'd take Chloe just because she looks the least obnoxious. She looks like the kind that what Kim and Courtney, those, yeah. those two that resemble each other. I'll take Courtney. I'll, I'll, take, I'll take Courtney over Kim. Courtney over. Well, yeah, I'll take Courtney too over Kim any day. But I'm just saying those who are like they just seem like vapid wastelands of human beings because they've always had their looks to rely on until like what last year when Chloe did the massive weight drop. At least I figured this broad might actually have something behind her eyes and actually be able to hold a conversation. Whereas the other two bitches have had their looks their entire fucking lives and have always relied on that. I'm betting none of the three can actually hold a conversation. Oh, I'm sure. I'm just, if I was going to place the a the lesser bet, of the evil. The, le- the yeah. least of the evils. Okay. If I had to, I'm just saying you might be able to pull a conversation out of Chloe. That's all I'm saying. If I had to be trapped in an elevator, I'm going to opt for her because the other two, I'm not going to want to fucking hit their heads against the fucking elevator and knock them out so at least I can just sit there by myself. How many times have you actually gotten stuck in an elevator? Twice. Really? It's happened to me once, and that was really recently. Once was a- I've never got stuck in an elevator, but that movie Devil really <laughs> fucked me up in yeah, terms of getting stuck in an elevator. Yeah. Oh, my God. That Holy movie. crap. If you, have, if you ever have time, watch Devil. I think it's an amazing fucking flick. Produced by M. Night Shyamalan. I know that probably Shyamalan just... Shyamalama? Yep. Shyamalama Ding Dong. Or referred to as Knight by the people who know him. Yep. But if you get a chance, check out that movie. It's actually really good. There's only one person that should be referred to as the Knight. That's the, Batman. The Dark Robert. One? Yeah. Yes. Well, the Green Lantern's the Emerald Knight. Yeah, when was the last time that was like used? I'm bringing it back. I'm going to get that tattooed above my Green Lantern symbol. Emerald Knight. That's fine. You're just jealous that I thought of that. <laughs> Maybe I'm not gonna lie. I don't think there will ever be a time that I'll ever not watch Selena when it's on. Because. How do you turn down Jennifer Lopez and tight pants but, and a bustier? But it's even besides that. Like, I just get enthralled in the movie. Yeah. 
Yeah, like yeah. when she's all like, but I love him. I'm like, yeah, but she loves him. I turn into a little bitch when Selena comes on. And I care about the music. I hate Mexican music, but as soon as the fucking music starts playing, I'm shuffling my feet while I'm on the sofa. It happens. It happens. You're doing the washing machine? I am. <laughs> I'm doing the cabbage patch. I'm shaking my laffy taffy. Are you guys watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. currently? I saw the season finale. You saw it yesterday? I saw yesterday. Samuel L. Jackson? Wow. Massive spoiler alert if you haven't seen it already. It's in the promo. Massive spoiler alert if you haven't seen it already. Spoiler alert, if you haven't watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., stop the podcast now. You're doing yourself a disservice. I don't know how Kevin Smith doesn't watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Admitted the no. first half of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the first seven episodes, were too uppity. Everything was in the daytime, it was already bright, and I felt like the punchlines were too cheesy all the time. And it was just, they relied on the campiness of the Avengers. We're going to throw Thor's name out there, we're going to throw Captain America's name out there. It's just like a superhero name dropping show exactly. right now. The last five episodes, really, really fucking good. Well written. You brought Deathlock into the mix, which was a nice fucking surprise. Although they don't call him Luther Manning, which sucks. Because that's Deathlock. But just surprised that they have him in there. I'm wondering if they might try to link him a little bit with the Netflix Marvel TV series that they're going to be coming up with. That'd be interesting. Uh, Bill Bill Paxton, actually pretty good in the show. Pretty good enemy. Chloe Benet. Slowly creeping into my top oh, yeah. ten. And Elizabeth Henstrich. Yep. Who's that woman who played Chung Lee and she's the uh, Ming Na Wen? Yeah, the chick from the Joy Luck Club. <laughs> yeah. Turn in your man card. I had to watch that in grammar school. <laughs> she, and she, how many years has that been now? Whatever. Turn in your man card. She, she, I, I would actually watch Joy Luck Club before the fucking Raul Julia Street Fighter movie. We'll why? come back to that. We'll come Why'd back she, to that. She had, like, there's drinking games based around the Raul Julia Street Fighter movie. Not to mention that was Raul Julia's final film. How about the fact that you, you have to? You want to talk about what have people if, done lately? You want to give HR you know Geiger fucking props? Raul Julia, dude. Okay. How can you like? My name's Adam. You don't think I heard about the whole Adams family? My entire life, okay? I, I love... Suck up and deal with it. My last name is Merkel. You don't think I heard Urkel my whole fucking life? That doesn't mean I like, fucking hated that show. Cheers. Raul Julia is probably the least of my complaints about the Street Fighter <laughs> right. movie. Okay, D- DJ first of all, JCVD as Guile. <laughs> Come on. Right, the All-American has the worst fucking accent ever. Bison, this is for you. Oh, God. Did they tie in Guile? Yeah, I... I I like that shot. Looking at the Ben, the Batfleck. Well, not only that, but it's color now. Yeah, they they put they color in it. it. Oh, I didn't catch that. Very nice. I like the blue and gray. It shows what you could actually do when you pay attention to the comic. <coughs> Christopher Nolan, I said it. Well, shit, Tim Burton admittedly never read Batman. Tim Burton's an idiot. Books. Have you seen Planet of the Apes? Dude, the first Batman was awesome. The first Batman was awesome. The second one was It's less, not to say he can't make good movies. Good. He's still just an idiot. To make that Planet of the Apes movie, you kind of have to be. To make... A remake of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. You gotta be an idiot. Even though they call it Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Which was the actual title. Which is the actual title, yes. You think Johnny Depp's like, when he, his agent calls him up, he goes, is Tim Burton directing it? No. Do I get to wear dark eye makeup? No. Then I'm not gonna do the movie. I think the, my favorite Johnny Depp movie, believe it or not, is Donnie Brasco. And it's because he plays a regular fucking guy. Oh, forget about it. <laughs> That was the best, just real subtle nod to that movie I've ever heard in my life. You think JCVD talks to his agent and he goes, can I do the splits in the movie? And he goes, no, then I'm not going to do the movie. I'm going to jump on that Johnny Depp thing. 
Mine's a two-way tie. It's actually a tie between Once Upon a Time in Mexico and Blow. See, I didn't really care for I Blow. I didn't like Blow. Much. I thought it was a decent movie. Once Upon a Time in Mexico is my movie title name that best describes your sex life. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know the game. It's you use a movie title to best describe your sex life. And people have like Gone in 60 Seconds, Too Fast, Too Furious. Mine was Once Upon a Time in Mexico. That's mine. You cannot steal it. I'm sorry to my wife. Moving on. Yeah, I'd say Johnny Depp really steals that movie. David's is white chicks. <laughs> Sorry. Such an asshole. <laughs> yeah, because I wasn't expecting the performance out of Johnny Depp from that movie that we got. So, yeah, it really steals the movie. Just horrible storyline, though. It just seems very pieced together. Just kind of trying to tell two different stories. and The thing is, I felt Johnny Depp's role was, like, his entire storyline was superfluous to the entire movie. I really even see why you invited the character into the story from the get-go when El Mariachi and Desperado were self-contained all about Antonio Banderas' character. Why was even... It felt like this is where... They just needed Johnny Depp. No, they didn't even need... They just... No, to sell it. the director? Who's the... Uh, Robert Rodriguez. Yeah, he had finally gotten big, so... Oh, look at this! I'm going to get Johnny Depp in here. And who's the uh, Hispanic girl? Selma Hayek. No, not Selma Hayek. The one that plays the cop that winds up double-crossing Johnny Depp. Eva Mendez. Eva Mendez. I feel like, oh, look it, I'm a big fucker now, so I'm going to get all these other A-list stars into my movie okay. that has been completely independent of all these fuckers. Sin City? You want to talk about a movie that just has it's, A-list It's still better than Crash. Sin City, at least they cast it every Yo, I love Sin City. I love Sin City. I cannot wait for the sequel of that. And I liked Crash, but I just felt like... That Robert Rodriguez hit me up. I will play any role. Yeah. Oh, speaking of blowjobs. Hold on. I work in a place with a bunch of horny men at all times. One of them introduced me to a video... I forgot the broad's name. Look it up. It's cantaloupe blowjob. If you have five minutes of your life, it's an instructional how-to video <laughs> for women and men too, if you're into that kind of thing, on how to suck a dick while using a grapefruit. That's what it was, a grapefruit. Is it like Andy Dick in old school? It's just like that. But there's a <laughs> Who's part hungry? where... She's, She's hungry. <laughs> She's like... He totally killed that Hungry oh, Like was... the Wolf song for me. I can't hear uh, yeah, it Yeah, there will never be a time I could ever listen to that song. Oh, that's an awesome song. Fucking killed it. She's talking about, so you want to take, and she pulls out a dildo, and she's like, so you want to take the penis and just, she's not even done saying the same, she's like, you want to take the penis, and then she just goes to, I thought it was the funniest thing in the world. If you're anything like me, you'll find it more funny than anything. The guys are watching just like, fuck yeah, that's why. I'm like, if a woman ever did that shit to me, I would laugh uncontrollably, probably until I die, which is a good way to go, as far as I'm concerned. Was that the gay story you were going to reference back to? No, the Selena one was the gay story. <laughs> I, th- I think that was bad enough. We've got the Joy Luck Club, we've got Selena's. I mean, your man card's like, just, like, not only did you take it away, we're shredding it. You know, getting back to Sin City, they actually mentioned Sin City on Hollywood Babylon this week. One of their biggest complaints, Jessica Alba <laughs> plays, the Tread lightly. plays the worst stripper in the world. Whoa, whoa. How do you play a stripper and not take your clothes off? Uh, because the movie wasn't rated R, goddammit. The trick from Flashdance? Was it related R? Sama Hayek and Dogma? Booyah. But if you look at the Sin City poster... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in the comic she, book, she's, she's topless. She, she actually ends up with a hat on at the end of the scene. How do you end up with more clothes on when you're playing a stripper? She left the stage. You're talking to the guy that owns the movie The Eye. I mean, besides the fact that it's an awesome... I think it's... I'm not sure if it's Chinese or Korean. It's not Japanese. 
but I bought it mostly because Jessica Alba was in it. Hate to say it, but I was that guy. I'm just like, Jessica Alba, fuck, fine. I do not own... What's that swim movie? Swim fan? No, the one... With, Blue Crush. One, yeah, Blue Crush. She's I in that movie? Wait, was she in that? Yes. No, no, the one with Paul, Paul Walker. Walker. Oh, yeah, it is Blue Crush. Yeah, I don't own that, but... You sure you're not thinking about... I thought Blue Crush was a surfing one. That is a surfing one. You know you're talking about Michelle Rodriguez? That's Blue Crush. See, I'm trying to think of the movie with Jessica Alba, Paul Walker, where it's like some kind of underwater... Into the blue. Into the blue. I want to be into her blue. I want to be into her anything. I had a conversation with a guy the other day. He's like, what's the best movie about the ocean that's not Jaws? Deep Blue Sea? Yes! That's what he said. I said the Most shocking death I've ever seen in a movie. Samuel Jackson? Yes. Spoiler alert, again, with Samuel Jackson. That's <laughs> actually, twice. Actually, that's t- that's a two-way tie for most shocking. Because that was my number one until The Departed, where DiCaprio finally got it. God, and I'm, spo- spoilers! I was like, fuck! What about a Road to Perdition? Never saw it. God damn. You ever see Road to Perdition? Yeah. Spoiler alert. When Tom Hanks is just... That's the reason I didn't see it. He finally finishes off killing off all these fucking pieces of shit mobsters. Takes place in Chicago. By the way, we're from Chicago. I don't know if we ever mentioned that before. Not me. I'm not on the Chicago count. I'm a suburb kid. I don't claim Chicago. We're from the greater Chicagoland area. I don't know if we ever mentioned it. We're from Chicago and the outlying suburbs. I don't know if we mentioned it. But after he finishes taking all these people, he goes out to the country with his son. There's a dog. It's real peaceful. He's just staring out the window at his son who's having finally what looks like some semblance of a childhood. And it's just shot at him from the front, through the window, and boom. Hey, J.R.R. Tolkien, stop giving us six pages of it and just tell us what happened. And then he gets shot. Thank you. And it was very surprising. And it was almost upsetting because you just finally wish that they got the peace that they deserved. And fuck, there's no good in this world. Still an awesome movie. Tom Hanks as a badass. You almost didn't see it coming. Very, very good. I would recommend it to anybody. Also based on a comic book. Road to Perdition? Road to Perdition. Was that the title of the comic book? Correct. I actually have it right over there on my bookshelf. Is it a series or just an individual? It's just one lone book. It's actually really, really well drawn as well. Yeah, you know what? I don't know that I appreciate the mythology of the Chicago gangster. or you know, I, don't, I don't know that's... Something I want my city to be known for, you know, Capone and gangsters and shooting and I don't really feel like that's something that should be glamorized. That's like, I don't like when people mention the word Chirac. Yeah, I understand that Chicago is one of the highest, if not the highest murder capital city in the world or in the U.S., probably not in the world. But it's just like, let's not bring that up if we can help it in any way. There's so much more that we should be known for, but people always seem to bring up the fact that there's shootings and stuff going on. It happens. It sucks. We understand. Do we need to have a nickname for our city? There we go. Do we need to actually have a nickname for a city when for that kind of shit? It's horrible. It's a horrible thing to have happen. That's just me, though. That's a personal feeling. I don't like the name Chirac. That's bordering on political. I'm going to give it to you because it's made it to pop culture. Yeah. I, I've actually just in, been introduced to that during Chirac. But speaking of Tom Hanks <laughs> and sequels, a little bit of Tom Hanks trivia. What is the only sequel that Tom Hanks has ever done? Toy Story. Bingo. Nice. They were going to make a Forrest Gump one. I don't see how you uh, could. They did make a Forrest Gump one. They just didn't make a Forrest Gump two. Zing. <laughs> you know what I meant. Don't be a fucking asshole. Was yeah. It? That's I thought you were going to say 
The Curious Case. Yeah, I fucking knew it. I'm like, Ronnie's gonna say it. Because I remember I watched The Curious Case of Benjamin Button, and I really enjoyed that movie. I told Ronnie, you should really check this out. He's like, why? I've already seen Forrest Gump. And instantly I was just like, oh, fuck. He's kind of right. Yeah, both movies have a disability. Both movies are about falling in love with a woman. Both movies, they join the military, right? And they have some sort of Lieutenant Dan type character. Yeah. God, that's like 90%. I mean, that's Captain America right there. Captain America. Disability. Joined the military. Fell in love with a broad that didn't give him a second look. Until he got Haley the Haley Atwell. Slowly creeping into the top ten. She's getting her own series. Agent Carter is going to be a series. I'll out. be watching that. <laughs> with, with no pants on. Scarlett Johansson's up there. And she's boosted high after her role as Black Widow. Yeah. She fell out of the top 20 for a while. Yeah, that's a great example one. She had Didn't she have a thing with Benicio Del Toro? Oh, God. Kind of ruined it a little bit. That's like, who's your number one? Mila Kunis and Macaulay Culkin. No, what? Jessica Alba's my number one. Really? Yeah, What's, she will Where's Mila Kunis be. on your list? Mila Kunis is inside my top ten, but if, I'd have to seriously sit down with paper and actually like sketch it out. Are you going to laminate Kunis it? Mila Kunis gets bumped back up. Certain roles, like maybe like, oh, shut the fuck up. That 70s show, I couldn't have given two shits. But Friends with Benefits yeah. really did it for me. Yeah, Black like, Swan. I was, actually, I watched Black Swan. I really wasn't impressed. And I, I really, it didn't do much for me. I like that movie. Not just for the lesbian scenes, but well-directed. Ended up being almost like a horror movie, when you think about it. Well, see, it was Cerebral. And Cerebral's good. Like, I don't know if you ever saw <coughs> Room 1402. 1408. I own that. Oh, 1408, my apologies, because I only saw it once. But that was phenomenal. It reminded me a lot of Dante's Inferno. And, and Black Swan was kind of like a double entendre, where it's like it tells a story about the story in the story. Story. Sometimes <laughs> can you tell a story? Now, okay. So as a, Jeff Johns can As do. a Jessica Alba fan, how pissed were you when she made the cover of Playboy and she wasn't in it? You know, I was pissed, but then she turned around and sued them because they actually never asked her for permission to put her on the cover. They only used it because, did they even have it? I don't even think they had an interview with her, did they? I can't remember what prompted her so, to be. So Jessica Alba recently actually came out and said she will never do a nude scene in any movie ever because she doesn't want her grandparents to see her boobs. So if they, they die... They're to die soon. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they said on Hollywood Babylon. But... Jessica Alba, if you happen to be listening, David's a huge fan. Show him while people want to see him. Well, I'm not a fan. I own the eye. Well, he, that's his number one. No, Jessica Biel's his number one. No, Alba. Fuck Jessica Biel. Oh, I think you said Jessica Alba was. No, Jessica Biel or was Jessica always... Biel was. No, Jessica Biel to me has always been like overrated. She's cute, she's pretty, but she's, she's like... She's kind of like Laura Prepon to me. And has only become relevant again now that she's in that show Orange is the New Black where... On, oh, pa- on paper, she's cute, she's got good measurements, but just no, does nothing for you. Well, she does nothing for me. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Now who does something for me? Anna Kendrick. Yes. The chick from Pitch Perfect. Yeah, she doesn't look good on paper, but something about her is kind of like how I, I felt she's about... She's cute. Like, I just she's watched Scott Pilgrim vs. the World again, and she was in there. I was yeah. like... She's pa- Scott's sister. Pausing the yeah. parts where she was... I'm like, gosh, she is so cute. But I will take Ramona Flowers over Andrew Kenny. Well, yeah, I think we all will. Uh, I but would, but there's but John McClane's daughter. But see, the thing about that, I've looked at normal photos of her, and unless she's got that fucking colored hair. No, 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 no. What, what was she, what, she was good in Die Hard. Was she in the remake of The Thing? Yeah, the remake of The Thing. She was good in that. She was good in, that. in Live Free, Die Hard. She looked good in that. But the colored hair, yeah. Colored hair helps. Colored yeah. hair accents help, too. Mm. I'm, I'm going to tell you who's hot to me that doesn't get a lot of play, period, anymore. Jennifer Connelly. Oh, yeah. Um, good selection. 
Poor man's Demi Moore. I don't no, think so. I would, if, if I, would, I had a I life raft, her I could, over Demi Moore. Yeah, I'm allowing Jennifer Connelly into my life raft, and I'm fucking kicking the other broad in the face. I think I'm just showing my age there. A little bit. Uh, kind of like Eva Mendez, I think. This is poor man Cindy Crawford. That's apples and oranges. you got a white girl and a what? Cuban girl. Yeah, but they both have the same no, style face no, with the little no. mole. That is a terrible comparison. And I mean you don't disrespect. But uh, I feel like if you're going to compare women, you've got to stay in the same ethnic groups. Wow, that is racist. You are <laughs> racist. <laughs> no, but that's like... As maybe as a white guy, you know... You look at, <laughs> right? like, I don't want you taking our women. You can keep the brown ones. <laughs> <You're such> a, <laughs> no. <laughs> such a dick. Oh, God. Now I have to... Let me at least try to dig myself out of this hole before everyone starts sending me... Let me just say porch mail. monkey when it's all over and done with. So David's Twitter handle... <laughs> Are you on Twitter? Hell no. Are you on any social media? I'm on media Facebook. Stuff? I'm not adding anyone. I keep my oh, Facebook boy. strictly to people I know and people that I've actually had conversations with. Well, if you have any comments for David, you can leave Real, them on my Twitter. Relay them through Adam. That's fine. <laughs> Lantern but 84. No, I feel that brunettes and blondes, one category. Redheads have their own category. And even girls with black hair get their own category. For the white girls. And you can compare that all you want amongst each other. Mm. But then when you get to the girls that are of Latin, Cuban descent, I'm sorry, they got a leg up. Maybe it's just because I'm used to seeing white women that when I so see... you can't compare a blonde black chick and a white blonde chick. No, because the only blonde black chick I know is Nicki Minaj, and I will kill myself before I have to be around that chick. Really? You wouldn't? No. You wouldn't? No. You wouldn't? No. Unbelievable. I don't think you would. <laughs> it seems pretty obstinate here. No, it's just that. I don't know. I, I don't really have that kind of line or kind of division... And don't get me wrong, it's not that I have an issue with women of any other race, background, creed, nationality. I don't give a shit. I don't have any sort of boundary like that. I just think if you're casting a particular woman for a movie, you're not going to cast a woman... I mean, they cast Jennifer Lopez as a white chick all the fucking time. Geely, she's a white chick. Angel Eyes, she's a white chick. Alright, but I'm trying to figure out what's... She very obviously looks... All right, legally blonde. You're not going to have a movie role that you're looking at as somebody for, like, Reese Witherspoon and look at Eva Mendez and Zoe Saldana. Can you imagine if they had tried to shove Brittany Murphy, Reese Witherspoon, into Columbiana? Do you think that movie would have done anything? Well, they did David Carradine in Kung Fu. Look at, okay, here's a more recent example. Training Day, right? The Mexican guys that they go to see, the guy that with the mustache who's... Smiley. Yeah, that's my little sister, that's my little cousin, that's fucked up, Holmes. You can't bring her into it, she's a civilian. That motherfucker, not even Hispanic. He's Australian, I think. Well, you know, Yokozuna wasn't actually Japanese, he was fucking Samoan. I mean, there's a lot of that shit going on. Hell, The Rock plays a bunch of fucking white guys. He's he's Samoan. He's Samoan. Yes, he is. Jean-Claude Van Damme played a white guy from America. Played a pure-blood American guy who's supposed to just be Mr. All-American. Did he end up doing the splits in Street Fighter? He did the Flash just as good. Which maybe good, but then again, I awesome. don't work in Hollywood, so maybe that's why they don't give me the job of casting people in movies. God, can you apply? I wish. It'd be awesome if you worked in Hollywood. Although, I don't want to just play brown people. No, I would cast you as a white guy any day. All right, there you go. Which, by the way, Ruby, if you're listening to it, I'm not going to use any Spanish words in this entire episode just because she's like, look at... What did I say? Nobody in the corner has swaggers like us. Yeah, he said that. I didn't say that. People judge me for my Spanish. Fuck that. I'm not going to use it anymore. So how long are we going to go for today? I think we can call that a podcast. All right. All right, so signing off, I'm Rodney Sinio. Uh, I'm Adam Flores. You like how he worked an um in there for you? (laughs) More work for me, thanks. And I've been David Merkel. And, um... That just happened.